Hello, and welcome to the World of Podcast Listening. It looks like you've just downloaded your first podcast. Perhaps you've got some questions. Well, let me help you. A podcast is an audio interface experience where you listen to people that you don't know, but they talk to you like you're a friend. They aren't your friend, but it seems like they are. Play the podcast by pressing the play button. Play looks like a triangle on its side. Go ahead and click that. Uh, how much of this do I got to sit through to get to Joe Rogan? <laughs> Here's some helpful hints. Do not bring your entire computer into the car in order to listen to a podcast. Instead, download the podcast to a portable digital music player before you listen to the music or podcast in your car. God, my computer is really draining the battery. Here you go. It's time to play your favorite podcast. Looks like you've chosen How Did This Get Played? Enjoy your listening experience, and we'll see you next week. I want it, Rogan. Put your penis in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> we hack the web and flag copyrighted criminal activity in operating system simulator Hypnospace Outlaw this week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and worthwhilest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge. Guys, we have much to discuss today. We have a fascinating game, and I have no idea how our guests are going to feel about this game. Uh, I certainly have some strong feelings about it. But before we get to that, and before we introduce them, it is time, as we always do, to first spend 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, let us know when to begin. Begin. Thank you. Heather, you've been playing Miles Morales still. I'm still playing Hades. We're both in the same gaming, I don't want to call them ruts, gaming grooves. We're in the same gaming grooves lately. I could not love Hades more. It is a fucking meticulous, brilliant design with so much care. It's horny as shit. I've done almost 100 <laughs> runs. It's a roguelike, and I have yet to encounter a repeat line of dialogue. It's unbelievable how much craft they put into this. Uh, how is Spider-Man treating you? Spider-Man is still excellent. I cannot take off the um, Spider-Verse suit. There are all these other suits with right. all these other bonuses, but it's physically impossible for me to change Miles out of that suit. It's the best suit possible. I will also waste an entire slot of like bonuses on the animation filter because like you have to use one of your suit like upgrades is like oh less damage or more web or like whatever. Sure. And I I waste it on the into the Spider Verse animation uh, format. Um, so I'm in heaven. All right. So it sounds like you are 
making a purely aesthetic choice. And aesthetics certainly tie in with this week's game, Hypnospace Outlaw. But first, let us introduce our guests. They host the new Team Nick, Coco wait, Gaming wait, podcast, Nick. Good Game. <laughs> Nick, what? why do you sound like you're on NBR today, man? <laughs> like... <laughs> Look, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Planet Money. And uh, <laughs> you guess it just kind of seeped into my unconsciousness. Where's the snap in your step? The Is it a new mic setting? Huh? For you? What do you mean, where's the snap in my step? You're, you're saying I'm low energy? Let me, no, you're not This is like Trump energy, going Nick. after Jeb Bush? No, Don't try no, to Jeb me. Sleepy Wagger. <laughs> oh, my no, poll numbers are the... sinking. <laughs> is, that, is that what you say to your wife? My poll numbers are sinking? Come on! <laughs> Christ. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that like normally there's a little bit more Wagger energy in, a, in, a, in the uh, top of the show and you're like, Hypnospace Outlaw is a uh, game. You don't think there's been enough Weiger? No, there's got to be more Weiger. You know what? It might it might actually be the game because the game itself has kind of like it puts you in this kind of subdued trance state. Mm. At least that was my experience. So maybe because mm. I was playing it like uh, basically up until I signed on. And I, it, it maybe that's what's influencing it to some degree. Gotcha. Well, let's, let's bring our guests into this. Let's do it. Uh, our guests host the new Team Coco gaming podcast, Good Game, Nice Try, Aaron Blair and Sonia Reed. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. hello Thank you hello. both so much for being hello. here. Yes. Hello. A treat. Hello. Um, we need more before, of that Weiger G. It's not just Weiger energy. It's Weiger G, guys. Come on. Branding. Always. Branding. Branding. Jesus. We need a T-shirt that says add mustard to that mayo. Uh, and just says like white <laughs> mayonnaise on it. There you go. Mayo? No. Mayonnaise is for people who can't make spit. Come on. It's throat root. Oh, oh, wow. thank you. Hard pass. <laughs> Hard pass. Wow. Hard What's your opinion on mustard, though? You're in for mustard? Heavy Christ. into mustard. Heavy mustard okay. boy over here. Heavy yeah, mustard boy. I agree. Yeah. What about you, Sonia? Are you must are you are you mustard or mayo, Sonia? I'm both. I'll take it both. Okay. Oh, that's, mustard I with like my that mayo, approach. mayo with my mustard. She's into it. She's all she's, of it. Yeah, exactly. I, I tweeted this out, and it was it was universally received with I would just say acclaim. Very few, like like a, probably the least controversial thing I've ever tweeted. This was my thought, my theory. Every sauce is good. No, every sauce, every is sauce, good? every sauce is good. Even wor- Worcestershire sauce. How do you say it? I don't know. It has its place. That, it has its where place. in the garbage, but like where else? <laughs> Anywhere else? <laughs> And it does well there, so that means it's good. There, we there go. you go. When I'm eating garbage, I just cover it. Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you even say it? Worcestershire. I don't know. I just spit out some words. Yeah. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Something like that. It's short for worst sauce. I think we can all say. <laughs> Nick, you ever had Orlog sauce? No. What is that? Orlog sauce is a Dutch uh, condiment for your French fries. It is half uh, spicy peanut butter, half mayonnaise. Whoa! Oh, you could you could just that said vomit. Delightful. You could have just said vomit. It's a bold <laughs> choice. <laughs> I'm everyone, into it. Welcome to how did this get sauced? The new <laughs> sauce. <podcast>. Get sauced <laughs> from your pals. Do you like it, Heather? 
I love it. I love it. But huh. I recently made French fries. Yeah, it sounds like it has its place. I, I made it for my uh, my girlfriend, and uh, she tried the sauce and was like, "This is a fucking nightmare. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> right. uh, what so did you I put like, it on? French fries. That's what you put oh. it on. I made mm. French fries, yeah, handmade, deep fried French fries, Ooh. double double fry, like a real afternoon experience, and then made an Orlog sauce, and she was like. This fucking sucks, and you've ruined these fries. You also put raw onion on it. Oh. <laughs> so, and then you just like placed. Then you just placed a middle finger right on top <laughs> as like the cherry. Yeah, you almost didn't need to. I yeah, I made these delicious fries and then put hot, hot garbage on them. Well, guys, thank you. Uh, now that we got the sauce talk out of the way, seventy seconds of sauce. That's what we're here for. Yeah, we do our yes. seventy seconds of sauce up top. And then, uh, yeah, no, thank you. We're, we're excited to be here and, uh, we love your guys' podcast. And so I'm not sure uh, I God, could, uh, I'm not you. sure I could say I love Why? the game today, but I guess we'll <gasps> get to it, but I do love the pod. Wow. Well, Uh-oh. we're going to have a discussion then, Uh-oh. I guess. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Claim. Oh, no. Um, let's, uh, before we get into that, tell us about your guys' podcast, which is, uh, it is just launched as of the previous Friday before we're recording this. A few episodes will be out when this episode releases. They have five times as many subscribers as we have at our height, which was when uh, yeah. they accidentally swapped the uh, subscribe button on this show with Get Made. And, yeah. <laughs> we should try that with Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Like, Whoops. Do it, they won't sorry. notice. Yeah, sorry, Conesies. The hyperlinks got uh, ooh, a little mix-up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Sonia, do you want to explain what our podcast is about? Yeah, I mean, our podcast, Good Game, Nice Try. Um, we just like to hang out, rope in some cool people, talk about games, and, uh, you know, we like to get out what we love about them, get out what we hate about them, and see where that journey takes us, pretty much. That's right. That's Not right. So the wow. real games are the friends we made along the way, guys. Aww. I think we all <laughs> agree. Uh, yeah, every week we welcome a guest. We had T-Pain on our first episode, who is Shit. a delight. Wow. Uh, and we had wow. Ben Schwartz. On our on our second episode, uh, and when does this come out? I think we'll. I mean, I, who knows who the third episode will be? Who knows? Who but knows? I think it'll be some mystery. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's the mystery. But uh, yeah, we always ask people to, and anybody listening, please. We love to give game recommendations uh, and reviews and stuff. So hit us on Twitter at hashtag ggnt, and uh, you know if we take. Uh, your suggestion or we give you a recommendation, you also get a free stuff. You get some free stuff from us. So who doesn't love, love free stuff? Free wow, stuff. That's right. Maybe it'll be a sauce. Who knows? Maybe a new sauce. <laughs> You're getting Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Everybody. Very early on, I, I think like the second year of Team Coco, we gave out as Christmas gifts a hot sauce called Sick Burn. We made our own hot sauce. Mm, pretty wow. Good. I still good. have some in my fridge and now it's nine years old. So, ugh, oh shit. Really Not burns. so sick of a burn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's more sick and less sick. burn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, that sounds yes. awesome. So let me get this straight. You you guys do a p- podcast about video games, but it can just be video games. You don't you don't like torture yourself or like <laughs> there's not like a, there's no hook involved where you're like you feel rancid for like six out of seven days of the week. It's just like what can so like what what are some of the games you're going to cover in the future? For example, I mean the. 
the real the real torture is uh, I mean every second that I have to spend with Aaron. But outside oh, of shit. that, I mean wow. it's pretty no. It's more like how it's more like how did this get blade? You know because my name is Blade. So that's kind of what ours is. Come on, okay. Sonia Good. set me up. See so and now well and now it's this and now it's, and now this. it's this and now every it's this. every time. Um and now it's this. Yeah, I mean, we we've just been catching up on like what we've been playing recently and and kind of getting into the the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, right. yeah. And every- well, what have you been playing recently? Ooh, great question. Oh, man. Um, I know Aaron has a uh, he's Don't been do this. eating Don't some do this. snacks recently. Perhaps the bug t- Wow. <laughs> Heavy wow. Into bug snacks. Heavy into bug snacks. Quick thing, guys. Yes. I know we can't clear the song, but just think about the oh, B- no. B-52 song, Love Don't Shack. Don't think about it. Bug mm. Snacks goes perfectly in there, you know? Oh, Bug right. Snacks is a little low play. You know what I'm saying? Bug yeah. Snacks. Ba- oh, we can't Feel free to cut them off at any time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think you can fair use that. That's parody. I'll see myself out. <laughs> You're fine. Parody. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been playing Bug Snacks. I also play a lot of indie games. I'm very, very into indie games. So, you know, like all of us, we all do live streaming. And so since, you know, sure. I stream like every night, it's just I will go on a game hunt and very improv-esque, which you guys I'm sure love. Somebody will give me a term and then we'll just go on either Steam or itch.io and just find little like $2.99 games on that term. And I found some fun indie games like Death Flush, which is something you guys could do. Whoa. Is, yeah. It's about a murderer who kills people with a toilet. It's pretty great. Innovative. Uh, toothbrush Simulator, which is basically probably the scariest game I've played aside from Alien Isolation. Are you the toothbrush or are you using the toothbrush? You're or- brushing your teeth and then, you know, it just gets really scary. Uh, but Sonia, what have you been doing? <laughs> so daily. I, yeah, I've been doing bug snacks. I know you've been doing a lot of Among Us. I yeah I mean you know again being in the streaming world I love social games I love stuff like that so Among Us has kind of absorbed all of my time just getting backstabbed by everybody um but I do have to say something I've put off for a very long time that I finally started playing recently I'm finally playing The Last of Us wow yes why did I sleep on this for so long it is so beautiful it's perfect Ah. we're talking part one yeah, I'm way back. I'm way what back. What a journey. You have such an extraordinary experience ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, I you know, I'm, I'm not very far into it yet, but a couple hours. But and I, I, I tried to look up just to gauge how much, you know, can I take my time? Can I soak it in? And they said it's anywhere from 15 to 25 hours. I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to take this stroll leisurely. And soak it all. In. It's <laughs> yeah. just so beautiful. It's so good. Yeah. It's so yeah. Good. I, I, that's I mean. You know the both those games too. It's one of one of my favorite franchises of the 2010s. It's just like it's uh, the, both those games are just so well crafted. In particular, the first one. I'll be interested in your perspective after you played them both. But in particular, the first one, I think I still prefer. I don't know, Heather. What do you think? Did one or two? Where do you fall? I still fall with number one, but I uh, think that number two is the most successful possible sequel to number one. Mm. Huh. Fascinating. But, um, but yeah, I I, uh, I still prefer uh, one in part because of factions, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, is not like the multiplayer component on The Last of Us Part One was a huge joy of mine. And um, once you're done with Part Two, there's there's nothing left to do. Right. 
Yeah, I was <laughs> I was it. expecting there to be a factions multiplayer that would like come out for PS5. Maybe it it will at some point. I maybe. don't know. I mean, I I feel like that's that's maybe been in the works, and they're just gonna drop it on us. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I don't need I it. No I don't. I don't need. I don't need the multiplayer. Just let me have the single player. Tell wow. me a beautiful story. I cried like four times during the first one of the. I don't need the factions, man. Yeah. I don't need it. I, let's not go there. I don't need it. That's true. I did cry probably four times in the first six minutes. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, it's great. It's great. It, it's impactful. It, tru- it truly is great. Uh, but yeah, no, I I hate when they do the multiplayer stuff. Just let oh. a piece of art be a piece of art, guys. You know? Whoa, controversial opinion. <laughs> I, I'm I'm more of a single player gamer myself, uh, and a lot of that comes from I just don't like people being mean to me online. I get enough of that on social <laughs> yeah. media. Yeah, um, exactly. But I I have a like 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 I I a lot of the the, the single the multiplayer modes ha- in with single player campaigns have felt like kind of tacked on. But and I know this largely from Heather, who played the shit out of factions. Factions in particular is like a really well crafted experience. All right. Yeah, it's uh it's. My favorite multiplayer shoot 'em up of all time is factions. Wow. Uh, cool. There's wow. a there's there's also a bit of um there, th- when you play like Halo or something. There's like it's a very technical point and shoot uh, experience. There's a sloppiness to uh, the aiming reticule in uh, in factions, and and then you compound that with like the crafting mechanism, the different uh, game modes that involve like in uh torturing uh humans uh in order to get information from them and it's it's a really really robust experience it's got a lot of snap a lot of crunch i love it i love it huh. and so what? also and what was the uh sauce that you ruined the french fries with again oh, don't bring it back don't bring <laughs> it back so would you say like this factions is kind of like the sauce on top of the orlock sauce what was it orlock sauce it was orlock sauce which means okay. war Sauce. Okay. So in a way, Factions yeah. is the war sauce on top Ooh. of the best plate of French fries right. you've ever eaten. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> okay. Doesn't okay. have right. to be for everyone. But then again, not um, everyone is, uh, you know, uh-huh. just well, super smart. It's appreciated yeah. where it needs to be. Because oh, I yeah. feel like I've definitely been burned by single player games that have tried to tack on some kind of a multiplayer, particularly mm. Bioshock. I feel like mm. that's what got me. And because I just wanted more Bioshock. And then they're like, okay, well, here you go. And then I'm like, actually, can you take, can you, can you take that back? Yeah, not <laughs> like, like I don't, this. Not like this. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, there was a time it felt like a maybe, I don't know if it was, a, it was a, a, probably a publisher mandate where they're just like, this has to have multiplayer. And uh, thankfully, I mean, I, I guess it was, I was, I liked that, that Last of Us 2 was, they allowed them to ship it without it because they thought it would dilute the single player experience. Um, but let's, uh, let's pivot a little bit uh, towards uh, more adjacent to this week's game. I want to, I want to first talk about the internet 1.0 era because this is the, the, the time span this game covers your Netscape Navigator era, your Winamp era, your real player era. Uh, and and I think a big part of this this era too was like flash and browser games, you know. Um, d- does does anyone have anything that comes to mind in terms of like like I'm looking back on this era and I used to play this thing in my browser. Hmm. Oh, oh man, in my browser. Um, Ooh, or, I remember, or or on flash. Yeah, oh, I just remember I, I the first thing that popped into my head and I can't for the life of me think about it. Um, just kidding, just came to me. Slime ball. You know where you're the two little slime balls and you kind of go back and forth and hit the volleyball over? Ah, played the shit out of that. Vaguely remembering <laughs> so, this. Um, yeah, that was that was one thing that stuck with me for sure. 
Um, uh, I remember there was like a there was a fucking I wish I could remember anything other than it was a dinosaur game. There was like a dinosaur <laughs> game where you're just like walking as a dinosaur. Um, and the other one I remember from maybe a little bit after this era when this game came out, because this was 1999. But there was a Nanaka Crash, which was a game where oh, it was shit, just that's yeah, you just would crash a bicycle and yeah. then fly off the handlebars for length. That is what distance. I pulled up on my fucking just now when I was like, what was it? Nanaka or was it Nanaka? But it's yeah. uh, it's a game where you control a, a guy who's been hit by a bicycle and you try <laughs> and hit as many other people. It's like a, a free runner, like an endless runner, except you're controlling the trajectory of a man who's been hit by a bike. Oh uh, and it. it had the best sound of any Flash game I ever played, which is that when you would hit another human, uh, they would they would some of them would be like, ah, but like one guy would always go. <laughs> Go. And it was a great, that's a great. <laughs> <laughs> when you get the go, you know you did, you know, that was it. And that man, George Clooney, weirdly. They, they spent all their money getting Clooney for the voice role. I remember there was a game, there was a game I remember playing, it was a Flash game. I'm not sure if it was that early, but it was, um, it was like it, just a guy at a bus stop. Uh, I kn- You know what? I should just finish saying this and I'm already regretting explaining this. <laughs> There's a guy at a bus stop, okay? And you're the guy. And you have to fart, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a gauge that's going up. <laughs> and there's cars that are driving by. And there's people that... And you have to fart when the cars are going by. You have to press the space where I go like... You know, as a, so it's Brrr. real life. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. The Aaron Blair, uh, you know, kimchi simulator after I eat uh, some probiotics. <laughs> anyway, and so... But then... And you have like a button where it's like... And you have like a just a little bit of silent fart where if there's not a car for a long time and you're just trying to get your high score. I'm sorry. But that, dude, that was the game. I no, this was that's, great. That's the one that stuck with you out of all of the beautiful gems on the Internet of the era. The bus stop fart game is what was most impressionable. I lead I lead a very sad life. No, I, I, I think that that uh, that sounds delightful. And that made me think of, a, of another game. Uh, don't shit your pants, <laughs> which was exactly what it sounded like. I think you were actually just in your apartment and you had to to take a shit. But if you made a few missteps, uh, you could end up accidentally sitting on the toilet without taking your pants off, oh, and then God. you're you know you're at the finish line, but you fumbled out of bounds. Uh. Um, and uh, and so it's it's a. Uh, I remember that back actually being the the various ways that it was. All the possibilities, the, the the decision tree where you could end up actually shitting your pants uh, when you didn't mean to is uh, it was really well done. I think this was a Newgrounds game back in the day. I've never seen Matt more disgusted than I'm seeing him. Right, he's like, "Wow, I wish, <laughs> I wish my Zoom, I wish my internet connection was down." You've seen me very disgusted too, so this is like yes. a new height. Yeah. Uh, but no, but um, I feel like I'm thinking about, I used to like in middle school, like in like uh, com- in like computer lab class or whatever it was, um, I would, there was always those games on like, not E-Bombs World, but like something like that. And they were always like stick figures, like either shooting each other or doing like crude, like was teenager like things. Stickdeath.com or something? Yeah. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we would play a bunch of those in class, like, and like a friend of mine would like sort of keep watch while some of us would play. And like, we'd sort of like take turns keeping watch to make sure the teacher wasn't coming around. But then we found out that the teacher knew what we were doing at our computer. So like, we were just always in trouble. Like you're playing, you can't do that. You have to do the typing assignment and we're like, okay, but 
why does the computer have the internet? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> this is your fault, not my fault yeah. for playing this. You gave me the access, man. Yeah, you gave me the access, dude. Let's pivot from there into this week's game, Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw is, by their own description, a 90s internet simulator in which you scour Hypnospace's wide variety of weird and wonderful websites to hunt down wrongdoers while also keeping an eye on your inbox, avoiding viruses and adware, and downloading a plethora of apps that may or may not be useful. Uh, I would describe it as the worst of MySpace and GeoCities, uh, a Y2K aesthetic uh, that takes over your computer and provides you with a fake o- operating system experience. Uh, and it's all scored and soundtracked with Vaporwave and Mallsoft shit that you can find on Bandcamp. Um, <laughs> it's not like any other game I've ever played. Nick, do you, have you? It, it's a, it's a, I, I will say, yes, I, I agree with you. It's a fascinating experience. Uh, I, I, for anyone who wants to play along, I should note it's on Xbox Game Pass on PC and console. That's how I played it. And I, I found it, the aesthetic to just be marvelous. Heather, you, you, you said to play on PC if you can. And I think that is the correct call because it is so much mimicking a, a computer interface. And I feel like it just feels right with the mouse and keyboard. Uh, there right. is also a lot of just text input you have to do. It's, but uh, I, it's, it's, it's released for Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, Linux, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. But I would highly recommend the uh, laptop slash PC experience. Game was released, yes. uh, by the way, March 12th, 2019. And for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, it was August 27th, 2020 here in pandemic land. Wait, it's that so new? It's, uh- Super new. It's this. This is a oh, very recent what? game. Yeah, it's a, it's an intentionally retro aesthetic. It had a, a uh, so the the guy is uh, the the uh, the creator's previous game Dropsy. I think came out in 2015, and then he he had a Kickstarter based off of Dropsy's success to make this game. So it it, it isn't it is intentionally uh, meant to be you know to to look and feel like this. I am my brain is bleeding. It's, Did you really I'm think shocked. it was a yeah. uh, like a legit like? Blast from the past. It was an old. I Would thought you, it bl- did, blast from the recent place. past. Recent past, at least. Like I thought. I thought we were talking like two thousand nine. Wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, it's wow. this is this is very recent, and Sweet. Uh, it may, perhaps why partly why you thought that way is that so the fictional OS that you're playing in Hypno OS, and in the the world of the game. It's a headband that you put on while you are asleep, and this is when you're interfacing with this computer in their lore. But basically, from when you boot up the game, there is nothing that even the shell is like aggressively like, you know, you have a fake DOS basically prompt that's booting uh, that's 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 a fake command prompt that's uh, that's booting up. And then, you know, like like nothing breaks the reality of you being in this 1999 uh, Internet, even when you're like saving your game and logging out, all that stuff is is firmly entrenched in that aesthetic. Yeah, I was, uh, that's a, I was, I'm dumb though. So I guess everybody else, (laughs) everybody else was like, yeah, clearly it's a brand new game. And I was like, oh, how can I understand? Aaron, would it it blow your mind if I told you? Don't do this. Those aren't real websites? 
What the fuck? <laughs> what? I'm someone had to tell him. Someone yeah, had to tell him at this point. To let the listeners in on what 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 the gameplay experience is, is you are playing a detective who is looking for online crimes. So you're looking for like copyright infringement, bullying, etc. Uh, and your job as this uh, online detective is to uh, browse and troll websites, uh, troll in the 1999 version of the word, not the 2020 version of the word, uh, looking for uh, like art that shouldn't be used by whoever created the website. You flag the art, you get it taken down, and that's how you're paid. And then that payment is what you use to purchase apps, which uh, come in handy for beating the game, beating the game. There's a extremely minimal story. It is mostly a simulation of what it would be like to just surf the internet when the internet was both great and sucked. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, the story is is at least at first pretty bare bones. It does sort of develop a little bit as you progress through the the multiple days because you start on November fifth and then you jump ahead a few weeks in in the to timeline after you finish. Seventh, Christian Good. right? Yeah, yeah. and then twenty yeah. sixth, and then the the and then uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, but it's all taking place in nineteen ninety nine. And what you just talked about, Heather, that first section, I feel like is when the game like kind of peaks because I do feel like it kind of at least for me. I I just found it so abrasive and at times even giving me a headache just looking at all this teal and a lot of times was having this like intentional jitter and flicker that was just like it, it, it's dis, it's disorienting um and uh but that first section where you have the we watch the tutorial and you have all these like old school videos that again look like they're made in real player they've got all this artifacting they're super low res uh the sound is distorted uh, and then you you're investigating copyright violations and it's great because you're this internet moderator and you're actually going to a like a first grade classroom and flagging all these children for violating copyright for drawing fan art of gumshoe gooper <laughs> this copyrighted like character which is just like oh you're just a bad person in this game you are a fucking you are the, the a piece of shit the kind of person who makes the the internet less a less fun place to to be i loved it <laughs> I, i'm a narc at heart that's what i want to do i want to get people busted it's also funny that like that was our fear on internet 1.0 was like am i yes. going to get in trouble for doing a thing like every time i downloaded a song on napster i was like this is it the cops are coming and so to be <laughs> <laughs> watching the progress bar you gotta cross your fingers you know? right just a deep knock at the door yeah like, i'm getting a fucking fan sub of sailor moon and they're gonna put me on trial for it uh but it was it i so i here here's the thing nick i really like this aesthetic like i i yes i i've still fucking listen to mini discs and most of the people who are releasing those albums are making music that sound like the soundtrack to this game um but i it wore a little thin on me like i got a little tired of the way that it looked by the end of the game and that was real it was a real bummer like i i i, I think i texted yeah. you guys holy shit this is my aesthetic and then like two hours later i was like ugh. I do not want to see any more ghosting behind the cursor. <laughs> like it's making me feel angry. Right. 
But did you get sick of the stickers? I think the one thing that really saved it for me is realizing that you can get stickers. And then I covered yes. my entire desktop in like single cheese slices <laughs> and, and a couple hot dogs. And I think that's that saved it a little bit for me. If I got tired of being being a bad space cop, I'm like, I'm just going to throw some more cheese on my desktop, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is like it absolutely captures that Web 1.0, like all just the where, where there was just so much garbage, like software that you would just download. And, and you know, the the, the stickers, um, there's virtual pets you can get that just sort of like crawl around your desktop. There's this guy you can download, Professor Helper. You actually have to download him to progress at one point. Um, and he's like the Bonzi buddy, like that little like, you know, or or like Microsoft, the, the Clippy, like that little like annoying virtual assistant who would just be kind of omnipresent. And he's just like, Professor Helper here. Uh, it looks like you're trying to open a file. He just just like, it oh, fucking interrupts it. you constantly. You're like, I yeah, get yeah, it. it's OK. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of that. And it is very abrasive, I think, intentionally so. But it reminds you how unpleasant this early Internet was. Yeah, I mean, I th look, I have strong thoughts about this game. Bring uh, him. Okay. Oh, I hated it completely. I hate that era. <laughs> I, I thought the story was pointless. I hated being a bad guy. I thought the, the whole thing was impossible to decipher. Uh, no, like, here's what gets, here's what I love. Here's what I love. I love coming from a comedy background. Comedy is clarity. And I think that for me, that also uh, folds into storytelling as well. I mean, look, bad storytelling is so clear. You can see the seams and predict where it's going. But, you know, we were just talking about The Last of Us. And that, it, obviously, you can't really compare these two games, but I will. Uh, <laughs> and uh, saying that, like, I, I need something up top that's exciting to hook me in. You know, like, same thing with a book, same thing with a movie. The first 10 pages, the first 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes of a game need to have something in them to keep me playing. This is lifetime. This is currency of my life. I'll never have back. Why should I spend it on your game? The game is very pretty. I love this aesthetic. The music was my favorite part. I hated the navigation. I don't know where to go or what to do. When I figured out what to do, I was like, oh, is this it? Because Papers, Please was really fun and clear. It had a similar aesthetic and I loved it. And it had stakes. This was like, what are the stakes? What, why do I care? I'm, I mean, I did like, honestly, tearing that first graders apart with Goober, the detective or whatever. Like, that was amazing. <laughs> but like, yes. the, you know, like all this, it's just all, uh, it's, it's in a big bucket and I, of pudding and I put my hand in there and I'm looking for what to do. Felt like I was like on double dare, like putting my hand in the bucket, looking for the flag. And right. I just get tired of having a hand covered in whipped cream. That's not a good review for a video game, but that's what I'm <laughs> so, No, that was great. If you if you are a real big fan of cold opens, uh, yeah. are you are you not are you pro or anti Animal Crossing? Oh, anti a hundred percent. Why would I? <laughs> why am I gonna? Why, I'm gonna wait for a fish in a river? Fuck that! I'm gonna go fishing for real. I'm not into those games, but I will say here is here is where I I do divert from my own things that I like things like Bus Simulator, Farming Simulator. Things that you can get comedy out of because they are so prim and proper and presentational. I love that. But things like Animal Crossing, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I, look, I was obsessed with Tamagotchis back in the day. I've moved on from that. I don't need to play another Tamagotchi video game. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like I'm speaking or I'm listening to myself at the beginning of our run in this podcast. 
Like I oh, feel like you've been, if you've been beaten down before by bad games, is that what it yeah, is? I feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're just emotional... eating Orloff sauce on yeah, flies, yeah. and you're like, life means nothing. <laughs> pass, pass me the Worcestershire, and you're just taking shots of Worcestershire sauce. Well, like I would rail on on Weiger for liking like Farming Simulator. What was that one? Stardew Valley, and then Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah, it's great. Stardew Valley. And yeah. early episodes, I was also like, what the fuck is the point of Animal Crossing? But let me tell you, when you've got to play shitty video games over and over and over again, eventually you're like, I like the bonsai experience of Animal oh, Crossing. And in the right. same way, I really appreciated that this game was just sort of like, oh, I can just kind of browse fake websites for a while. And I don't yes. feel pressure or a time crunch to take care of things uh, faster. And even though the writing on the websites wasn't particularly funny, I actually appreciated that it wasn't like a Grand Theft Auto style parody of the internet, but an attempt at being as accurate to that old web as possible. 100%. It was like, it was like very pastiche of just what the, what that GeoCities era internet, Angel Fire era internet was like. And uh, to, um, I would extend Aaron's metaphor about the the big bucket of goop you're you're fumbling around on that bucket is like the size of an olympic size swimming pool it it's is big. gigantic there is it's so much content in this game and that's partly what makes it difficult to play is that you have hundreds of web pages with you know dozens of paragraphs of text and images to filter through and a lot of times not a lot of of clues in terms of what you should be looking for and so if you don't pick up on something that may be very subtle and buried away in in some sub page somewhere in some web ring in, in this fictional world you may be just at a loss about where to go unless you consult a walkthrough which i did a lot during this during my playthrough that was how i ultimately got through the story I'm just going to say this, which is we've all seen yeah. the Devil Wears Prada, right? Great Meryl no. Streep, right? Have we seen it? You got to see it. <laughs> no, no. All right, fine. Don't see it. Whatever. There's, there's, <laughs> Matt, a, it? there's no. a speech in it. There's a speech in it that that right, none Meryl, of us have seen it. That, that Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep gives uh, Anne Hathaway the speech about this blue sweater. It's a very maybe the most famous mm-hmm. part of this movie, and it's kind of saying like, look, because like, uh, Anne Hathaway is saying, why do I care about high fashion? All this stuff is too expensive. What couture? Why does it matter? And and Meryl Streep says, look, that blue sweater, you think that's just random that you picked that out of a, a Target bin or what, what have you? And then kind of goes on to say, makes the point that art, true art, is at the top of the pyramid and everything trickles down. And so us, as, as even the base consumer, is being affected by the top of the pyramid. That's what I felt playing this game. It's not mm-hmm. for me. It's the runway. It's the couture. It's high fashion, high art. I thought, look, I love, it's hard to make a video game. I love vision. I love taking big swings. I love all this stuff. And I appreciate this game for that. And I think for the people who want, who love the runway and the art and the big swings, the vaporwave and all that stuff, we know 1.0 bullshit or things that you like, that's fine. This is for you. As a base consumer of a guy who plays garbage 99% of the time, uh, it's not for me. Sonny, what did you think? Right. I was gonna, so are you saying that cheese slices on my desktop is high art? Is, is you that know what, what you're comparing the way, it the to? Way, the way you do it, yeah, I would say so. I would say, because you you have a great aesthetic. So I, what did you think of this game? I feel like this plays right into your aesthetic, right? Uh, so, first of all, I'm, I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. But... <laughs> 
I fully understand it because I, I, I know that you are a very story driven guy. Yes. You're very, I, I get, I can yes. completely understand that. This story right. felt like a little hidden, a little convoluted. You kind of had to dig to find it, which I get it, but I am such a sucker for game. Okay. So <laughs> take a step back. Stuff like The Last of Us, I appreciate and I love because you're on this roller coaster and you're on the track. You're on, you're in it. I'm in the storyline. I'm in the game. But sometimes I just want to get off the fucking roller coaster and I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to mess around. I just want to go around right. and do whatever. So being able to have something, you know, again, Animal Crossing-esque where I can just dick around. I can run around and just click on dumb websites and check out the beef that everyone has with Zane for some reason. <laughs> Zane. And like just uh. get lost <laughs> in all of the tags and just get sucked, like real life, getting sucked down some internet hole of like stuff that I don't care about and downloading even more stuff that I don't care about. So I think just the getting kind of lost in this world, which I think they did a really good job at not being overly cheesy, but still paying, you know, good respects to it. Um, even as far as like the Winamp screen, like the skin, right? they had the head and every, yeah. like the littlest details. I think they did an amazing job with that. But again, if it's, if you're, more of a story guy and you want to buckle up and be on that road, I can, I can understand that entirely. Well, and I agree with you. I think like I, and I will say going through this game, it really huge, huge kudos to the, the, the people who made this game for the amount of, of writing in this game. The amount of detail is amazing. I love the music. I thought was great. Um, yes. this, I don't normally do this, but this would be a game where I would buy the soundtrack and listen to it. Like this, that music yeah. is great. Um, yeah, all the art. I mean, all the weird, crazy gifts, and it's GIF, not GIF. The gifts of like the crazy 1.0. I thought all that stuff was great. And uh, yeah, again, I it's not for me, but I agree with you, Sonia, and, and um, it it will be for people who like this kind of thing. It really reminded me that on the web 1.0, you had more control of the internet on the whole. Like. Uh, MySpace yes. allowed you to make the fucking thing as ugly as you wanted. And you, there was also, uh, and this game uh, plays with this. There's also a lot of like back end access that you had on Web 1.0. Like, you know, if you saw the source of a website, you could copy the source of a website, put it on something else, alter it, change it. Like, there was a little bit more of a a tinkering that that was available to you. And the way that you are simultaneously surfing this web 1.0 in hypnospace outlaw and on the side of your screen you have like this admin console that shows you a bunch of stuff that you can dig into sort of like Sandra Bullock's the net like it was i i i enjoyed reminiscing as much as i you know the truth is this game wasn't enjoyable but i was enjoying myself thinking about the web while playing yeah yeah Mm, yeah. Interesting. One hundred. I mean, I feel like this is a this is like a I will experience. Remember this experience. It's it's very like and and it, it it did it like this experience did make me think very much about like oh yeah that's what the internet used to be like. You you could just like add, you know type in you could alter the URL and find the file structure and then look through all the the raw files on a website because someone just you know hadn't and like like there 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 used to be so much more. 
uh, access it felt like if you knew what you were doing. And yeah, it, it, to, to what you were talking about with MySpace, it's like nowadays it feels like the only customization you get on a website is or you can do the light theme or the dark theme. Yeah, but there totally. used to be a time where you could change absolutely everything and make your your screen look completely different from someone else's. Uh, it, it, the music was touched on. Matt, we have a couple of, of tracks. Uh, one of these, so um, there's a character in this game uh, who is not like you don't interact with directly, uh, but he is just like a presence. He is a Kid Rock-esque figure, uh, the Chowder Man. And they have this fictional Chowder Man music, uh, this fictional Kid Rock music that I think is just like, like all of it is just very on point. Can we hear a little of, of this Chowder Man ditty? Yeah, this one is called I Am the Chowder Man. <laughs> Just look into the light It's not about food It's a life philosophy You gotta be the strongest And fight to succeed I'm climbing the mountains I'm swimming the rivers I'm the eagle in the sky And I'm ready for dinner <laughs> Life's a highway And I'm the car If you ride with Chowder Man You're gonna go far Yeah, I... I have to say that I unironically think this whips ass. This slaps it's, so hard. It's good. 100%. <laughs> it does slap. I will say. Confirmed. And this is one of like a half dozen Chowder Man songs that are in the game. Like you just can come across so much Chowder Man content. And he's one of like, you know, a few dozen, it feels like music artists that all have their own like library. Like there's just so much content. Um, He's got another song that's about like shaving. That's like really intense. And then yeah. he's got another song about, that's like an acoustic ballad about losing his leg in a helicopter accident. <laughs> um, But it's, Chowder but it, it totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chowderman <laughs> DLC. Chowderman <laughs> DLC. <laughs> Play as Chowderman. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Zane, who is the uh, the the aforementioned uh, Zane Rocks fourteen, who is one of the characters who you you bust for bullying for cyberbullying. Although he's um, fifteen, and he's really fifteen though. He's really oh. fifteen. Yes, yeah. His username was established when he was fourteen, but he's yeah. actually fifteen in the game's <laughs> canon. Um, and he. Uh, <laughs> He has like a song that that again. This is like MySpace era. You'd go to someone's webpage and their favorite song would just be playing in the background. But he's got like a fake like uh, what what would you call this? This is like a it's like uh, a Lincoln Park Papa Roach, yeah, yeah. Lincoln Park esque. Yeah, I was hoping that we would talk about this. It's this is called- one of my favorite songs that I've I've ran into. By the far. band is called Seepage. Uh, let's let's play a little the, Seepage. The song is called Nothing Left for Me. <laughs> Whatever Trigun is in Hypnospace Outlaw, this definitely was the soundtrack to a Trigun AMV. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been listening to Sum 41 all day, so this just flows right flows in. Right. Wow. It feels yeah. like, as soon as I hear I'm like, God, this is such a Linkin Park-esque yeah. vibe. And it's like, I feel like I know the lyrics, and I've never heard the song. You know? Yes. Right. 
100%. On my MySpace page, the song that would play was Incubus New Skin. So there you go. Boom. (laughs) Love it. I I think mine was the um, was the opening credit song to uh, Serial Experiments Lane. It was like a really sullen British band. (laughs) I love that. And you don't even understand. Is that what? Whoa, look at fucking Weiger. Holy shit. Wow. I remember Lane. Wow. Nick knows a song. (laughs) 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 I know that and God bless the USA. That's all all you need. Well, hey, we should uh, we should get to our final thoughts on Hypnospace Outlaw. It's time for our review crew. Review crew. So we'll each isolate uh, one positive thing about this game and then give it a numerical decimal rating. And I can go first. Uh, so. There, as part of like all the the content that is jammed into this game, at a certain point you learn about like a kind of a a crude file sharing uh, backend that you can get to that just has a bunch of of audio files you can download. And you know, again, I mentioned there's dozens of music files, but there's also just audio clips of you know other uh, just other things. And there's a bunch of like other stuff you can download that are just like images or or applications. Um, but and this will be a shock to Matt and Heather. I host another podcast called Doughboys, <laughs> uh, which is about yeah. Sorry, they'll they'll process this while I'm talking. Um, but uh, it's about chain restaurants and and fast food. And there was a moment I had in this where they have a a a, sh- a thing you can download uh, that is an uh, that is a, a web radio show called Super Tasters. And it reminded me so much of my own podcast Whoa. that I kind of had an existential crisis. <laughs> like, am I the outlaw? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's play a little bit of Super Tasters. Hey, I'm Ben. I'm Jim. And we're the Super Tasters. And today we're eating S-O-U-P. Or Tasters, yes. Thank you for the, the internet radio audience. Might not know that our name is actually a pun. A soup pun. A soup Spoon high five before we go. That never it is not messy. Again, this is all just content that exists just for the sake of existing. This is just something that it's just all flavor, and that's all this game is filled with. Um, I, I I agree uh, with uh, I agree with both Aaron and Sonya in that in that like the yeah the story is maybe a lot a little too uh, you know. It, 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 it's it's a little threadbare and the puzzles are, are over com- overly complex and tedious, but it's just such a, uh, to Sonya's point, just the aesthetic is just so marvelous that I just like loved living in it. Um, by the way, I should mention the Jim in that clip, Ben and Jim and Super Tasters. Jim is Jim Storm Dancer, who created last week's game, Frog Fractions, which we Holy covered on wow. the show. That's cool. So how oh about that? Oh my God, and Frog Fractions is amazing. I love that. <laughs> it, yeah. I'm so deep, but I can't beat the typey typey part. 
it's um it's a it's a similar sort of experience where it's just kind of a mind fuck in a very different way uh but i i would say especially if you have xbox game pass you know this is at least worth downloading and messing around with for an hour and just sort of like experiencing it and if you're hooked by it you can keep playing it if not you can appreciate its aesthetic achievements i'm gonna give this i think i don't know i'm give this an 8.0 that's that's where i think this lands wow heather what do you think well um i'm a huge fan of uh extinct software, extinct hardware, uh, tactile feedback. Uh, I wish that there, I wish you could select which OS you used on your iPhone because I miss the original YouTube, uh, logo as a little television. Like that was pretty fun. Uh. Um, my favorite thing about hypnospace outlaw was the mouse click sound and Mm. the fact that it brought back the sound of a mouse click when I'm just using my touchpad on my computer was a very, very pleasurable experience for me. Um, I I just like would click like sort of a- absentmindedly while uh, looking through a website, like scroll down, scroll down, click, 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 while I'm reading, scroll down. Uh, I also, when I'm waiting for a platform to move in Super Mario Brothers, I will make Mario duck over and over again. I have like an anxious <laughs> fidget uh, when I play a video game, same with Sonic. So the clicking was a exceptional sort of biofeedback, biofeedback loop that I got into. Really pleasurable, mm-hmm. a little bit like a fidget spinner, except I hate those um, because they don't <laughs> click, they don't do shit. Uh, so that being said, I did get tired of the aesthetic and I got tired of the search uh, if I'd played this over the course of like two months, I don't think that would have happened, but there was something about trying to grind my way through this in a week to, uh, for a podcast made it a uh, somewhat miserable experience. So I'm going to temper my excitement and give this a 6.5. Matt Apodaca. Wow. So, I mean, this, yeah, this type of internet is like the very first, like, computing I remember like because it was just like that's how it was in my school that's how it was like not even in my house I didn't have a computer till later than this but I so this yeah Matt's was 14th like, birthday is on Wednesday so. <laughs> <laughs> early happy yeah I, I, I thank you so much I am gonna be 14 um <laughs> looking forward to it um uh, but I yeah so this just like made my brain feel like warm like I just like felt mm. very comfortable like playing this game and then I also you know, we were talking about this maybe, you know, being bad, but I kind of think that it's my dream job to report things on the internet. Like, I would love that. <laughs> but, but you know, and this is probably what every cop thinks they're going to be, oh, but I'm going to do it from the inside and I'm going to be good at I'm going to do it good. But so I would be like, I'm only going to report on the bad stuff. If you're being bad online, I'm reporting it. But then, of course, as soon as I see some, you know, dumb kid drawing a picture, I'm like, you're fucking toast. Uh, but so i had i mean i also finished this which was surprising to me as well and i played it on game pass and so i i had a lot of fun with it i loved the chowder man i like i just i i I, I don't know i just i I just might be into the chowder man like that's like a new (laughs) thing that i like (laughs) i'm just a chowder man yeah i mean he he says it it is a life philosophy, and I can I can get behind that. Oh. I think. <laughs> Update your Twitter uh, so bio. I, 
Yeah, I'm the chowder man. I am not just the chowder man. I'm a chowder man. We are all chowder men. Uh, and so I'm going to give I'm going to give this an 8.0. I had a lot of wow. 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 Uh, all right, Aaron, uh, something positive, your thoughts, your score. Like I said, this was not the game for me. However, I'm going to take the high road and and say honestly like I will say I was very impressed with the amount of content in this game. The music I did really like. I'm just, this is not a game for me. I am not a couture runway person. I love the fact that this person took a big swing and made, really took a very singular vision and made it awesome uh, in a lot of ways. And I think, look, I, I think one of the really, to take a step back, one thing I love about video games is the fact that over the past five or six years, we've now reached the point where they are art. They are art. And this is art. And and look, anything that you are talking about or thinking about after you're finished with it is a well-made, you know, deserves credit. And, um, you know, so I think it needs to be respected for that. Uh, and also, look, it it made us all think about the world we're living in real life differently. And that is what my favorite video games do. The Witness, The Last of Us, all these other games of all different flavors. If it's making you think about the world we're living in now differently, it's a winner. So I give it a 7.2 Wow! for other wow. people. For me, it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> but for other people, it's a 7.2 because if you like this kind of thing, I think you'll really like it. 100%. Uh, all right, Sonia, your thoughts, your score. Oh, I mean, I really have to echo um, Matt's uh, warm brain <laughs> line. I really have to echo that because it felt like I just wanted to live in there. It felt like a warm <laughs> embrace from, you know, Christmas past. I felt like I, I was just back there for a minute and it just reflected so many things that I appreciated about, you know, Internet around that time but not directly and not in a cheesy way. I think they did a really good job of honoring that kind of aesthetic and, and things that made it special, but without, you know, overplaying it or making it kind of dorky, um, you know, like the the quasi bonsai buddy or, you know, the Winamp, Winamp skin, which is kind of similar, but just dissimilar enough. And it, it really, it, it struck a chord in that way. But again, to reflect with everything, I, I do feel like it was a little thin, um, but I am a sucker for rabbit holes. And I got sucked into a lot of them. So, uh, oh man, to, to really put a score on it, I gotta I gotta do the the one point over. I'm gonna give it an eight point one. Wow! Yeah, Price is right. Me and Matt. Price Love is it. right. Rules here. Love wow! It. Wow! Uh, well, hey, those were our thoughts. But Heather, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we were wrong. We've got some reviews from the internet that, prof oh, I really got to write this. I got to write it. Just write it down, Heather. You're you know fine. it's coming every fucking week. You know it's going to be a part of the podcast. We've got reviews from all over the internet that, prof uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? It's present, produce, provide, provide. Yeah. The, sure, the problem is, Heather, we had this power. exact interaction on a previous episode, and you it. you wrote all of this down. Oh, leave all this so in. Please you, leave it in. I love it. You know, I love we it. could throw more, more uh, P uh, adjectives. Yeah, what are some more P adjectives? <laughs> yeah. Powerful, uh, provide. Ooh, yeah. Ooh provocative. Yeah. 
that provoke. Ooh. Ooh, there you go. Oh, yeah. This game provoked a different response in different people, and we've got some of those words that they wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not not wrong. Switch. We're going to build a perfect podcast every week, one word at a time. So we're blocking (laughs) in the words. My voice is my passport. Verify. Verify. So good. So good, man. So good. Uh, All right. So I've got a review here from... uh, Oh, wait, is this is this Steam or is this Metacritic? This is from Steam uh, by the user Variax. Variax. He does not recommend the game. Um, but here's why he doesn't recommend the game. First off, I was actively on the internet in 1999. I was a college student at the time, not a young kid. And it most definitely did not look like this. As accurate as they may be regarding tone and content of personal websites, they are completely inaccurate with regard to interface. Everyone was using 16.7 million color, 1024 by 768 by 1999. But this game forces you to use an eye straining 256 color, 320 by 200 esque. The game isn't actually running at that resolution, just made to look like it. That was completely outdated by the time Windows 3.1 came out, let alone Win95, 98, etc. Why MMMV? Of course. Oh, man, I don't know what that anyway. But this Your mileage may vary? Your mileage may vary, of course, but this killed the nostalgia trip for me because it was as anachronistic as being shown an 80s cop show in a grainy black and white film and tin can sounding audio from the 1930s, not to mention the eye strain and difficulty of use of such a bad interface. What was his name? Variax. V-A-E-R-Y-X. Variax. He might need to go outside. (laughs) Not now, though. Not now. Stay inside. (laughs) Just in the sun and then go back inside. Jesus Christ, man. That was a beefy review. (laughs) Oh, it's it's significantly longer than that. That was just a paragraph from a uh, a much... Much longer. This is a one, two, three, four, five paragraph. Oh my God. Heavy beef. That's heavy beef. So was that from Steam? Because I know it says how many hours they've played too. 1.1 hours on record. Yeah. Wow. So they they played it for an hour, some, some change. And then we're like, fuck this. This is not an accurate representation of the VGA graphics of the era. And they spent four hours on a review. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, um, it's true, but I think the choice of just making this, like, you know, look like, I think it would be a less interesting look, right? If it was, because it looks too much like computers nowadays, just with uh, just with cruder interfaces. Um, I got one from uh, Fat-Joker on Steam. <laughs> this is not recommended. Oh. 0.2 hours on record. Gave up on it really quick. All right. This game basically teaches you how to be an internet censor. You become an agent for a dubious quasi-public corporation that oddly controls the internet. Sound familiar? (laughs) The whole purpose of the game is to find the bad people who post bad things. It gives you an insane amount of power in order to regulate and control internet content and speech. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the point of the experience. <laughs> this is like complaining that in Hitman you play a Hitman. <laughs> it's like this is this you is kill the all game. these people. Yeah, you have to yeah. kill these people and their missions, and you got to way too violent. In Crazy Taxi, this guy's all over the road. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
You know, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to continue to read from the same. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow. We deserve it. We need it. As for the gameplay, it tries to sell itself as a detective game, but it mostly consists of simply mindlessly scrolling through websites looking for naughty language and familiar pictures. The worst problem, though, is that you will fail if you are smarter than the puzzle. This, to me, completely breaks and ruins a puzzle detective game. Examples include... In the first mission, you are to report copyright infringement against an artist by anyone using the images from a particular cartoon character. One of these infringing cartoons has two characters in it. Just below that one is another image of a second character. But if you report this one, you are dinged for an incorrect report. This is like if Warner Brothers asked you to report copyright infringement against Looney Tunes and showed you an example picture of Bugs Bunny. And when you reported a cartoon of Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck together, they gave a thumbs up. But when you report the image of Daffy Duck alone just below that one, they say... Why are you wasting our time? That one is perfectly fine. <laughs> there are more paragraphs. This person guy won me over. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. This, this person is killed before and they'll kill again. I think that that's <laughs> going to be stopped. I'm going to keep an eye on him. I mean, I, but they do kind of bring up an interesting point, which is, I think like now as we're talking about this, I'm realizing if I had come at this game with what it probably is which is kind of just more of a simulator of the internet at this time and not with a oh what's the story what's the story i probably would have liked this a lot better because when i'm playing games like bus simulator farming simulator i'm just like expecting just a bus simulator i'm not expecting a story so um i mean this guy's an asshole clearly but i think that (laughs) i think that there is a lot to love about this game if you would just get off his whatever is Get, go, like sign it go outside right it's, this guy needs it's a lot and I, I think you really My drove it home God. when you know i think he did spend probably three times as long on the review than he did from investing himself in the yeah. actual game jesus so i, I just want to say that having read this review i think this uh gentleman sounds uh or woman Sounds uh, completely balanced and uh, and healthy, and I do not hope. I hope that they don't um, uh, contact the show with anything. With any, uh, we don't need to hear from you. Uh, we take your side. <laughs> yeah, uh, we totally agree with all of your points, and yeah. seems very uh, straightforward. And yes, yeah. You know, it is day. interesting to think about because I mean, somebody who spent this much time writing a review like this would listen to a podcast about a game they did not like. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> They'd Great be like, point. Yeah, yeah. And they would be like, oh, the review is like, The Last of Us. Well, there's a lot of people there. It's not just us. There's a lot of kids. The Last of Us. It's mostly, there's most of The Last of Us. You can't fit that in the title. It's like, all right, dude, jeez. Is that the hill you want to die on? Yeah. <laughs> the fight you're fighting for. My Lord. Paragraph six. See, there's more people than just, yeah, we get it. <laughs> hey, it's time for the question block. Ba-ding! This one is from at Mary Horselamp on Twitter here. Uh, and they write, what are the mechanics in a podcast simulator game? Wow. First of all, is it, is it Mary is in like, I want to marry a horse lamp or Mary Good is question. in my first name is Mary. My last name is. You Horse know what? Lamp. And I am so sorry for this confusion. It is Marie. And I did mess <laughs> okay. it up. Oh. Okay. Okay. So it's Marie Horselamp. It is like first name Marie, last name Horselamp. And I, Great. again, do apologize. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you, Matt. Glad we clarified that. Uh, well, Marie Horselamp, 
I mean, the the biggest this is, and I, I, I'm interested in our guest perspective, but I feel like the the most difficult part about podcasting that people maybe aren't aware of is just scheduling, like trying to get the hosts and the producer and guest or guests all finding a window that works for everybody is such a pain in the ass and so dull. That if you could find a way to make that, I mean, it would have to be an, an, an like if you were doing a podcast producing simulator, it would have to be an element. But if you could find a way to make that entertaining, I mean, more power to you. I think half of it, half of it would be a scheduling simulator. And then especially in the in, in times right now, I think the other half of it would just be like a technical breakdown yes. simulator mm-hmm. of trying <laughs> totally. to teach people how to use Zoom <laughs> and record audio and everything yeah. else. I think between like the two. A quick time event of like setting up a microphone, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a rhythm game setting up, like or editing. Like Devin would be like the in like the sort of yeah rhythm game element of the of the game. Yeah, you got a stubborn guest who s- insists they don't have headphones. How do you uh, how do you talk <laughs> them into going to fetch their AirPods? I see it more as a surgeon simulator, where uh, you barely have control over the, what you say. Uh, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> and there's like a, a sweat, a sweat meter that's happening in the side, which you have to manage. Like you can't sweat too much or the, uh, the guest will leave. So you can <laughs> add alcohol to like, you click on an alcohol and it'll, it'll add alcohol. But if you have too much, the, the guest will also leave. So those are your three. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's almost like we played this game a long time ago. That was an insult simulator where you would mm-hmm. string oh, together yes. insults and they would barely make sense. And then you would get scored on them. Uh, for me, the podcast simulator is, it's just an insane depth of like phrases and you just click on a bunch of phrases as fast as you can while also toggling sweat and alcohol. <laughs> I think with all of our elements combined, we're really onto something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hit us up with your questions on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Pod or send us an email at getplayedpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED. That is 616-275-2933. Aaron Blair, Sonia Reed, the podcast is Good Game. Nice try. Tell us about it once more and anything else either of you would like to plug. It's uh, a fun video game podcast where we ask celebrities about their favorite game and the game they uh, hate the most, their their best game and their worst game. And then we do some other uh, dumb jokes around that. What do you think, Sonia? Well, right? we usually say it with like 25% more excitement, but yes. Okay, wait. Um, okay, wait. All right, All right ready? Okay, here we go. Come on. Yeah, a little more Weigergy. There we go. <laughs> oh. Put some Worcestershire sauce on that. Let's go. Have to be more NPR. Well, <laughs> good game, nice try. It's a video game podcast. Uh, <laughs> so we all welcome celebrities, and they tell us about their best game and their worst game. That's right. It's a lot of mustard. Uh, That's good. A little mustard on there, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you know, available wherever uh, your podcasts are found. And of course, please, we love to... We love to recommend games. We love to review games. So hit us on Twitter, hashtag GGNT. And if we read your thing on the air, you get a free thing. We want to give stuff. you free stuff is what we we're saying. We want to give you free stuff. Exactly. So how'd I do, Sonia? What do you think? Yeah, it, was a little, it was a little better. It was enough mustard for today, I'd say. All right. There we go. <laughs> enough mustard is all I can hope for. Uh, thank you, guys. This was a, a real treat. Uh, and anytime I can unload on a, a fake internet game, you know I love to. <laughs> as, a, as a treat to have you guys as well and hey Matt what are we going to be playing next week next week's game is Bible Adventures 
Goodbye, everyone. Good God. <laughs> oh, Fuck. yeah. Sorry. I forgot to tell you we're playing Bible. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Oh, goodbye, Bucket. <laughs> <laughs>